Just around two years ago, I posted a YouTube video declaring that I was that prophet of Deuteronomy 18. I'm going to, I wrote some things up and I'm going to read them to you. And hopefully some of it will be spontaneous. Uh, doesn't matter, but here's the message. That's all that counts. I declare with great sobriety and fear of God, yet boldness and alacrity, that I am that prophet in Christ spoken of in Deuteronomy, the fifth book of Moses, the Torah, the Old Testament. I've been walking personally with the Lord Jesus Christ for over 46 years. He appeared to me by dream in 1972. That dream is recorded at the Path of Truth. And he gave me repentance from sin and deliverance from vices that I couldn't break. He gave me that. He has spoken to me on many matters since then. He gave uh, Marilyn and me the Holy Spirit in 1975. He's been with us all the way. He's been speaking to us. I've been speaking to him. We've had communion together. He has made, he has made our lives a very, very significant uh, event. It's, it's been rough. But it's been very good. It's 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 been a wonderful uh, work he's done for us, and I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful for this. Uh, he's revealed many things to me, brought me through the fires, blessed me enormously. He's brought both of us through the fires, and yes, he has blessed us so much all these years. Yes, there were hard times, trials, tribulation, losses, defeats, embarrassments, humiliations. Suffering, tears, sorrow, yes, all of that. But he has brought us through the fires. And he has blessed me in a way that I, I don't know of anyone else that's been blessed this way. And now he sends me to declare his word and his way to the world for the lives of many. Many nominal Christians will be my greatest and most rabid foes. They believe Jesus Christ was that prophet. And here I am claiming that, to be that prophet. Christendom has pretty much believed that it was Jesus Christ. And I understand. And, and it is him. It is him. He is that prophet and he comes in me now as his vessel for that purpose prostitutes, drunkards, and all kinds of sinners will be brought into the kingdom of God before the so-called righteous who take upon themselves his name in vain. They have great judgments awaiting them, I can assure you. These words I speak by the authority of the Lord, by knowledge, by his revelation. The, these nominal Christians, these religious People who think they know God, they think they're born again, they think they have the Spirit. As one person wrote, I'm a sprite-filled Christian. Obviously uh, an error from the corrector on, on the phone, but uh, fairly close to the actual reality of what she was saying. Um, these people are, are his greatest enemies. They're the ones who crucified him. They're the ones who killed him. 
That prophet comes by the will and power of Yeshua HaMashiach, Savior of Israel and the world, Jesus Christ. This is his day now. I have many things to say, and by God's will and grace, I'll be posting as frequently as called for. My authority, you'll ask me, by what authority do I do this, do I say this? My, my authority is the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Why am I saying this? What is required of you? No charge on my part, no requirement for membership, no religious organization or partisanship of any kind, no invitation to follow me, I'm not asking you for that, no obligation to me personally of any kind. Understand that. I am not as these televangelists and, and whoever else out there saying, send us money, help us out for the great work of God. God doesn't need their money. He does not need their money. They are charlatans to be asking for it. I don't care who they are. God has so blessed me. I'm not even asking anyone to believe me for my sake. I'll just do my job before God, speaking his word of truth, and let things unfold from here as they will. God has given me the desires of my heart and has barely begun to give me and those with me so much more. I have proven my God. I've proven him. In Malachi, he says, prove me. And it talks about offerings and tithes there. But I've proved him in many ways. He's real. He's real. And he's very personal. I have proven him. And he has proven me. My notice to everyone is that if you want to if you want for it to go well with you, you need to hear what I say. You need to believe it and act on it. Otherwise, you will suffer the consequences as declared in Deuteronomy 18. Here's what it says in Deuteronomy 18, okay? Now this, this, these are the words I'm speaking in your ears right now, and you need to hear them. I will, this is uh, uh, Moses repeating what, what the Lord has spoken to him. Uh, and the Lord said, I will raise them up, a prophet, from among their brothers, one like you. And you will put my words in his mouth. And, and I will put my words in his mouth. And he shall speak to them all that I shall command him. And it shall happen, whatever man will not listen to my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Peter, in recounting this passage in Acts, puts it a little differently. It's not the same as it's spoken in Deuteronomy. In Acts, it says, I will destroy that person. He's not just saying I will require it of him. Same thing. That's what the Lord meant. That's what Peter knew he meant. Peter was speaking by the Holy Spirit. The Lord was saying, if anybody doesn't listen to these words, I'll destroy him. I have seen many people destroyed, coming directly against me, all on record. And I don't, I'm not doing this as a threat. I'm telling you what's happening. It's been happening for several years, but now I need to just come straight out and, and start speaking things that I have to speak. 
I don't, I don't see that I have any choice. And I don't want to have a choice. It's in me to speak these things. They're burning in me. I see the suffering. I see the wickedness. I see the, the horrible violence everywhere. White-collar violence, especially, but all kinds, every kind. I, I see the politicians. I see the, the, the leftists, the globalists. I see all this. It's horrible. It's horrible. And we are in great trouble in this last day. It's the worst ever. People don't know that. I've been prophesying these things for many years before these things even started to come in and, and take the place, uh, take their place the way they are now. They're all coming to pass. Things that I've spoken have come to pass. For example, 40 years ago, I spoke to a Jewish couple in Israel as, as we were there, my wife and I were there, and, and I said to them, the time is coming when in the United States the Jews will have to flee and a lot it will be too late for a lot of them. They'll have to they'll have to go for their lives. And this what apparently were wealthy people, um, educated, successful, they said, There's no way. That'll never happen. It will never happen. They, they couldn't believe it. I told them that there were people, uh, Jews in the States, who were going to... Um, it's going. It was going to be too late for them to, to flee. They would be killed here. It's been happening. And there's going to be a lot more. Sad to say. Anyway, going on with these scriptures, in verse 20... Uh, of chapter 18, but the prophet who shall presume to speak, now here's where it la it's laid on me now, okay? The prophet who shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or who shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. I've been speaking the word of the Lord for, for, for many years, but now these things that are coming out, that are, they're strong and they're bold, I'm laying my life on the line here. If I'm not if I'm not a true prophet, if I'm not that prophet, I'm in trouble. I'm dead. I'm finished. And if you say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the things if the thing doesn't follow nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You shall not be afraid of him. We've had all kinds of people coming and speaking all kinds of things, and they were all garbage. They've written books. Guys like Hal Lindsey and so many others. And they, and they presume to be what? Conjecturing, speculating, giving an opinion? But they're really coming across as people who, who, seem, who, who, who think that they know what's going on, and they're gathering facts and information, and they're presuming to be speaking in the name of God. That's the way it is. So I publicly lay my neck on the line, let the Lord make known my integrity before him or my folly. Let's get on with it. If I'm a fool, then I'm a fool. And I could well be. How is one who, delu who is deluded going to know that he's not deluded? Huh?
And, and so it's very possible that I could be deluded. It really is. And I know that. I'm not some psycho who, 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 who just doesn't have a mind, who, who, who can't understand the reality. I'm here to speak. And we'll see who's right and who's wrong. We'll see. But if you're going to wait, and I'm true, it's going to be too late for you. If you're going to wait, and I'm false, no problem. You've lost nothing. But you're going to have to know for yourself, from the Lord, from God himself, not from me, not from anybody else. You're going to have to know from God himself as to whether what I'm saying is true, whether I am who I say I am, or not. My intent? What's my intent? God's will. That's my intent. That's my desire. I love him with passion. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. I've known him since 1973. 75, we received his spirit, like I said. And I'm so thankful for what he's done for me. He loves me with passion. My intent toward man is the benefit of all. I'm here to love and judge. Yes, judge. To judge righteous judgment. Not judgment after the appearance. But I'm here to judge. And, and there are those people who hate to be judged because they're in wickedness. They're in sin. And they know it. And the Holy Spirit convicts them of that sin. And they say, you're judging. You have no right to judge. Only God is judge. Only God knows the hearts. That's right. And he dwells in me. And Paul said to the Corinthians, saints know all things because they have his spirit. And they judge all things. That's what he said. Read the first couple of chapters of 1 Corinthians. It's all in the scriptures. But people are going to church. They carry their Bibles with them. And they don't know anything about the Bible. They don't have a clue. But they're fighting tooth and nail to resist the Holy Spirit. Many of you are just resisting the Holy Spirit. You're not going to get away with it. That's all there is to it. You're not going to get away with it. I don't come to unjustly or selfishly condemn, but to do good and to call on many to obey God. My God and yours, the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other God besides him. Yet if I do condemn, you'll know it. You'll know that it's God who does so. He does that. You'll know if you don't already. Over my 73 years, I have offended many people for both evil and good. I, if I have sinned against anyone, I ask that you'll let me know and that I will do, uh, I will do what I can to make things right. If I've offended you because I spoke the truth, I can't and won't apologize for that. If there's anyone out there who thinks I hold anything against them, let me know and we can try and resolve it. I'll be glad to do that for God, for his glory, and for his pleasure. For that person's sake and my sake, 
it's good to make things right. It's the only way to do it. I want, I want you to know I, I am not acting as one in delusion who thinks he's something special because I know I'm nothing special. I know that. I'm an ordinary man with faults, weaknesses, and infirmities like anyone else. After all, we're all cut from the same cloth. But my calling is extraordinary. It is miraculous. It is historical. It is God's grace and will be for this day. I hope that for the Lord's sake, yours, mine, and everyone else's, you'll heed what I say, like it or not. We're all in this together. According to what Moses said, it's a matter of life and death for you to hear me out and act accordingly. I'm reminded of this passage with which I identify. The first message Jesus gave in a synagogue drove the people to murder him by throwing him off a nearby cliff. No matter, it wasn't his time and his father's work he had to do. That passage is Luke 4, 16 to 30. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And the book of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. And unrolling the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Because of this, he has anointed me to proclaim the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim deliverance to the captives, and now sight to the blind, to set at liberty those having been crushed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And rolling up the book, returning it to the attendant, he sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. And all bore witness to him, and wondered at the gracious words which came out of his mouth. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? And he said to them, You will surely say this proverb to me, Physician, heal yourself. Whatever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in your native place. And he said, Truly I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his native place. But I tell you, truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land, but Elijah was not sent to any of them except to Zarephath. Zarephath, a city of Sidon, to a woman, a widow. She wasn't even an Israeli. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian, a Syrian general, cleansed of leprosy. And there were so many other lepers. There was no faith. And I don't see faith in the, in the land today. I just don't see it. It's not happening. And ha hearing these things, all in the synagogue were filled with wrath. And they rose up and thrust him outside the city and led him up to the brow of the hill on which their city was built in order to throw him down. Wow. Who was that? The religious. It wasn't the commoner. It wasn't the ordinary guy on the street. No. It was the people who figured they had a handle on God, a relationship. Those are the people. And they were incensed when he made those claims, declaring these things to them, and really, not viciously, 
not with ill will, but he was condemning them. He was telling them where they were at. They were condemning themselves, really. That's the way it is. Only one big difference in the Lord's coming this time in that prophet. When he first came, it was as a lamb to lay down his life for us all. This time he comes as a lion. This time it's Abel's day, not Cain's. It's the Lord's day, not man's. And it is a day of fire and wrath, just like the uh, prophets declared. A great and terrible day, great for the righteous, for the believing, truly believing. We're not talking churchgoers now. We're not talking professors of faith. Oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm whatever denomination. Yeah, I'm a Baptist or whatever. No, 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 no. That's not, that doesn't make you a believer. Profession of faith doesn't make a Christian. Uh, this is that great and terrible day, a uh, terrible day for the unbelieving, for the wicked, as uh, Joel and other prophets have declared. If you will, go to thepathoftruth.com where you'll find my testimony, a record of my first three dreams from God, which I had in 1972, just the year before I became a believer. And you'll find my book, What the Lord Has Done For Me, to give you details of my life, both good and evil. And you may also want to read That Prophet, Part 1, and That Prophet, Prophet Part 2. With a YouTube post on this subject that I did about two years ago, I've had a few responses, mostly negative and disparaging. Totally expected. Some felt pity for me. You don't need to feel pity for me, believe me. I'll tell you. Some denounced me as a false prophet, and some wondered. No matter. I will do what I must do, and will do as you please. I'm sorry. I will do what I must do, and you will do as you please, or turn from wicked and religious ways, and worship the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You'll be doing one or the other, and it has to be one or the other. Can't be both. A good tree can't give bad fruit, and a bad tree doesn't give good fruit. It's one or the other. So you need to be loving the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. The two great commandments. According to the Torah and the Lord Jesus Christ, known in Hebrew as Yeshua HaMashiach, none other than. Psalm 40 comes alive for me concerning what I have to say now. Psalm 40, you can read it for yourselves. Uh, I'll read it here for you. A Psalm of David. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he bowed down to me and heard my cry. And these words apply to me so, so well, so much. Wonderfully so. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, amen, and set my feet on a rock and gave sureness to my steps. Amen. That, that is what he's done for me. He does not do that for false prophets. I can assure you, and I've seen many perish who, th who thought they were serving and speaking for the Lord. I've seen it happening. Hasn't happened to me. 
because I'm not a false prophet. And if they come in a, in, 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 in their own name, people believe them. They fall for them. People like Benny Hinn and so many others. But if the Lord comes, they don't believe him. It's interesting. Many, many, what, decades ago, the Lord spoke to me and he says, when, when, when the Antichrist comes, they'll think, they'll say he's the Christ. And when the Christ comes, they'll say he's the Antichrist. And it's, that's the way it's been. We just read in Luke where they were going to throw him over the, over the edge of the hill. That was Christ talking to them. They treated him like a false prophet. They were supposed to kill false prophets. Well, they were going to kill him. Why? Because they thought he was accusing them and just being a false prophet. Okay. And he has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Well, he certainly has put a new song in my mouth. I'm singing now at this age, and the Lord's given me songs over the years, ever since 1975. He has put a new song in my mouth, and, and not in reality and figuratively, both. It's wonderful. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust and does not turn to the proud nor to those who turn aside to a lie. O Lord my God, many things you have done, your wonderful works and your thoughts which are toward us, they cannot be said in order to you. I will declare and speak, for they are more than can be numbered. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. My ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not asked. Then I said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within my heart. I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not kept back my lips, O Lord, you know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not hidden your loving kindness and your truth from the great congregation. I'm not hiding it, am I? I'm not hiding it now. I'm out in the wide open. And I'm not using some, some, some phony name. I'm coming with my name. You know where you can find me. You know where you can talk to me. You know where you can get me if you want to do me harm. Will the Lord keep me? You bet he will. Yes, he will. Do not withhold your tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth always watch over me. I'm confident he'll be doing that. Has been. Absolutely has been. For evils without number have hemmed me in. My sins have taken hold on me so that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails me. Been there. Been there. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Yes, I prayed those prayers. David prayed those prayers, and the Lord answers. He has answered me. Does he answer the prayer of a false prophet? Does he, does he not answer his son's prayer, his saint's prayer? Absolutely. He answers. He's faithful. Let them be ashamed and humbled together, those who seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to shame, those who wish me evil. There were, there were statements made 
in the, in the videos that I put up nearly two years ago, somewhere around there, there's some ugly stuff. And I've had a lot of ugly stuff come at me. And I've had people seek my life, and they were destroyed. They were destroyed. They, they opposed me, and they were destroyed. All on record. Not that I have to provide any records, and I don't need any testimony from anybody else. I really don't want one. I just want to speak what I have to speak. I'm not going to try and prove myself. I'm not going to do that. What for? I'll tell you, those who believe won't need the proof. And those who won't believe, they couldn't care less if I raised the dead. Couldn't care less. They will be established in their enmity, and there will be nothing that I can do to change that. Let them be desolate as a reward for their shame. Those who say to me, aha, aha. Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. And the ones loving your salvation always say, let the Lord be magnified. Amen. And some people recently have been doing that. And I'm so thankful for that. That's my pay. I don't need your money. I don't need your following. I don't need anything. All I need, all I want, is people to believe the Lord. Not Victor. No. The Lord. The Lord. Which so many say they believe. They have never heard his voice. And they don't, a lot of them don't claim to have heard his voice. They don't think you can hear his voice anymore. Oh, we have the Bible now. Nonsense. Total nonsense. Yes, we have the Bible. And the Bible is the sure word of God. Absolutely. I, I, I live in the scriptures. The scriptures testify of and verify what the Lord is doing in my life, in our lives. It's his word. But I am poor and needy. The Lord will care for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Oh my God, do not wait. Amen. I have no illusions about how people will respond. Here's some heads up from the Lord. Things I've experienced in a myriad of times and ways for 46 years. I have found these words to be perfectly true. Psalm 2. Why do the nations rage and the peoples meditate on a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands in two and cast away their cords from us. Archaic language, the biblical language, but they're basically saying, get these guys out of our lives. Just get them out of here. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall mock at them. Does the Lord mock? Yeah, he does. All those who have been mocking me, he is going to mock. He's already mocking them. They're not going to get away with anything. Nothing. Not a whit. Then he shall speak to them in his anger. Oh, a lot of people today are saying, oh, oh, just a minute now. It's all love. No anger. No anger. God, God, that's not God. Oh, yeah? Watch. Just watch. Yea, I have set my king on my holy hill on Zion. I will declare the decree of the Lord. He has said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Yes, that was the Lord Jesus Christ when he was raised from the dead. And yes, I've been raised from the dead. And yes, those, those people who have walked with the Lord by faith, they have been raised from the dead. They have been begotten. That's right. Born again. And many people are not born again who think to be born again. They're just not. They don't know what it is. They think a simple little, oh, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. They think that that gives them 
what, the new birth? Nonsense, total nonsense. They've been deceived by a false gospel, another gospel. And they walk with another Jesus. That's what's going on. And I'm here to tell you that. To the dismay of many. Ask of me, and I shall give the nations for your inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. Yes. Amen. I asked for that with my life. And he gave it to me to ask for that. And Paul said to the saints, all things are yours. Christ is yours. And I've entered into that. And so can every saint enter into that. Everyone who truly believes in the Lord and comes into that maturity in Christ. To those who overcome, he grants to sit in his throne, even as he overcame and sat down in his father's throne. That's the way it is. People that go to church and confess his name without any reality, they don't believe these things. They just don't. Many of you that are listening to me now, you don't believe it. You don't believe it. Well, you're going to hear it, and you're going to be paying the price for not heeding it. And now be wise, O kings. Be instructed, O judges of the earth. He says, you shall break them with a rod of iron. You shall dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. That's what I'm doing with my words. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to be breaking down all your unreality. I'm going to be breaking down all your falsehood. I will expose the lies, the darkness, the works of darkness. I'll be exposing all of that. I'll be speaking in the days ahead. Lord, the Lord willing. Maybe he'll strike me dead if I'm deluded, right? If I'm, if I'm riding high, he's going to deal with me. I know that he will tolerate no evil, whether it's with me or anybody else. That's the way he is. The day has come. He's been winking at things. He's been ignoring things for a long time. The time has come now where he's going to be dealing with all this. And for many lives in my personal life, he has done that already. And there are those in public who can testify to that, that what I'm saying is true. It doesn't matter. I don't need their testimony, and their testimony isn't going to help you if you don't believe me. All right. Um, we begin. As we go, I will address some responses or not. I will give you answers to problems that I deem worthy to address. And I will tell you of several people, listen to this, I will tell you of several people that you can believe or depend on and honor, besides the ones in the scriptures, of course, at least one certain on certain issues in this world and much more. At least on certain issues in this world and much more. think I'm done. I, I would like to speak spontaneously, which to some extent I have. I don't like reading off of something, but I just, I just felt like I, I had to have these particular points today. Um, I'm launching out on a very, very serious, important matter, obviously, and it may mean nothing to you. It means everything to me.
and I'm laying it all out in the line. You're not going to be able to say that Victor Hapichuk lied to you or hid something from you. You're not going to be able to say that. You're not going to be able to say that he's just a guy behind a microphone or a computer or whatever else, and he's just pretty safe there. Phony coward. Try me. Try me. I'm here to speak the truth. And you people are the ones that are not going to be able to get away with anything anymore. You won't. No. The time has come. This is the great day of the Lord. A day of fire and smoke and wrath. That's, what, that's what's going on. It's the, it's the days that Joel spoke of that came during Peter's time, during the early church time, and now here it is again. The Lord comes again. Take a look at my dreams. I can tell you for, for a fact that there are so many things that have happened in my life that would point to my being a true servant of the Lord and that prophet. Like I say, it's going to have to be God's grace that gives you to believe that. And you'll know it if God gives it to you. And if he doesn't give it to you, there's no way you'll know it. You won't figure it out. You won't go pouring through the scriptures and finding proof or answers. It won't work. It won't happen. It's got to come from the Spirit of the Lord. It's the only way it comes. I'll be back with more. And if you have any serious, earnest questions, I'm hoping that, well, the Lord will give me to do what I need to do. And I'm here for good. But it's not going to be easy for those who aren't here for, for, for good. That's the way it is. Amen.